Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Tara Humphrey. I run an award-winning healthcare consultancy specialising in supporting primary care networks. I'm a facilitator. I am a mum of three. I have an MBA and I would class myself as a bit of an adventurer. And I absolutely love all things business, all things leadership, all things management. So I created this podcast for clinical and non-clinical colleagues working in the field of health and care and for those of you looking to develop your leadership skills. Every week we release an episode which focuses on the hard and soft skills required to lead in this increasingly complex environment as we move to delivering more integrated care. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So we have a solo podcast for you today, and I am recording this. It is currently 5.31pm on Thursday, the 12th of October, and I have just driven back from Best Practice Birmingham. And I wanted to capture my initial thoughts from the conference, and I also wanted to bring our podcast collaboration with Best Practice to a close, because from episode 259 to episode 272, we have been interviewing some of the speakers and sponsors going to Best Practice. And it's been excellent. It's been so good. And I actually, I will also talk about like how have we managed to share two podcasts a week on top of what we're already doing and what we're going to be doing the podcast moving forwards. If we start at the beginning, if I share with you how this collaboration came about. Last year in 2022, I chaired the PCN Transformation Theatre and I absolutely loved it. Best practice team asked me to do it. I was like, yep. And then they asked me again and I was like, Absolutely. Like, I'm so chuffed that they asked me. And when you chair the theatre, all it means is that you are there to keep, you know, like the show on the road, to keep the speakers to time, to introduce them all. You kind of do your opening remarks and closing remarks. So it's quite intense for me, even though I'm not like speaking I wanted to be the hostess with the mostest. So I really did take it seriously and I was really nervous about doing it, but I absolutely love doing it. And then I think I was just at home one day and I was like, I love the best practice team. I love the conference. Is there any way that we can tie the podcast into that conference? And I just messaged them and they were like, yeah, (laughs) like it was just so I just pitched them. And they came back instantly and were like, yeah. We also had a discussion about day two of the conference. And not all the time, but day two typically isn't as busy as day one. Lots of people go home early. And I was a bit like, well, is there anything we can do to create a great day two? Maybe we could have like a roundtable discussion and we try to replicate like the podcast and do a live open discussion that's unscripted you know like people don't have their questions in advance they don't know what I'm going to ask them in advance and we call it a round table and I've got some people in mind and they were like yeah so that's what we did so so firstly the team at best practice in my view are really 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 easy to work with and they were open to this kind of new idea 
So that's how it came about. So in order to interview as many people as possible to, you know, like create some hype around the conference and to to help the listeners get to know a little bit about the speakers and sponsors, we needed to batch record these podcast episodes. We wanted to get in as many as possible. And for two weeks, we released three podcasts a week. So firstly, I want to shout out Sophie Herkett, who is my marketing manager, and Natalie, who is our podcast editor, and Sarah also supports with the show notes. So there is a team. It's not just me doing this by myself. (laughs) I would probably have a breakdown. And we started getting ready for this in August, July, August. So we did have a little bit of a run up and was back to recording podcasts like No Tomorrow. So that is how the collaboration came about and what the format was. So the two day conference, like I knew it would be good. And last year was really good. And I kept saying to the team, it's going to be really good. And it's it's so good. And then I was a bit like, you know, when you have a really good night out with your friends, and then you try to recreate that, and it's not as good. So I was a bit like, Tara, stop saying how good it is, just in case it's for whatever reason, not as good. Now, from my perspective, it was even better than last year. It was really, really busy. So in my theatre, I think there were only two talks where there were spare seats. Apart from that, every talk was filled up. And actually, what best practice allowed me to do is they are, you know, I was allowed to input and, you know, source speakers for the conference. And a lot of those talks were based on the search that we get via our blog. So that's what people are always looking for. So I was a bit like, let me source speakers which answer those questions. So that worked really well. And the feedback people said, like, I love the transformation theatre, like I love the topic. So we did a re- jointly, we did a really, really good job in making sure that we created content that people wanted to listen to. And the speakers were amazing. They were so good. And I love the talk by Holly Hastings. She's been on the podcast. I also love the talk by Alex Harper. They were just so good. So shout out, shout out to everybody. I won't name every single body, but everybody that spoke in the PCN Transformation Theatre, you were excellent. So it was really busy, amazing speakers, amazing content. Team THC. Valentina led on the logistics side of organising us for the conference because we also had a stand. We took seven members of the team with us, which I didn't think was a lot, but everybody was like, wow, (laughs) there's a lot of you at the stand. So everybody but Leah, Natalie and Sarah came and there was seven of us. And then Sophie took the lead on communicating with best practice, creating the marketing materials, like sharing it on social. Yeah, it is a definite team effort. And one of the things I'm I think that we've cracked it is that for so long people thought that THC was just me and really trying to push the team into the spotlight so people don't just think it's not me running around like a nutter doing all this stuff by myself it really isn't and that brings me on to Nikita. Nikita chaired 99% of the transformation theatre in day two because I have to come back because I'm delivering a session at seven o'clock for our PCM Plus program. So it was a real team effort and it, and everybody was so complimentary about the team, which just makes me so proud. It makes me so, so happy that they're my team. Yeah, I'm like, praise them, but back off, you know, like, they're like, Sophie's so good, Valentina's so good. I'm like, yeah, they are, but you know, step back now. 
they're mine. <laughs> so the team were amazing. And I did think, what did I get from the conference? Like, as a small organisation, to go to best practice and know so many people just makes me feel so good. It makes me feel like we are part of the community, the primary care network community. And that just, that's all I want. And I love being part of it. And it was lovely to showcase that to some of the new members of the team. Like, it's not just us working with our clients in isolation. We are part of the PCN infrastructure and people know who THC primary care are and you know the amount of people that came up and was like I read your blog I listen to the podcast I read your blog it's affirmation that we're on the right track and we can see the numbers don't you know and we're doing really really well and the numbers keep going up and up and up and up but the ambition in me makes me think okay how do we up the ante you know like how do we improve how do we outdo ourselves we don't just want to stay the same. We always, always want to be pushing better. So we stay, you know, like in that top 5% of organisations providing amazing products and services to support this primary care network community. So on the first night in bed, I was going to say in bed with Valentina, I wasn't in bed with her, but we shared a room. I was like, if we knew we couldn't fail and money wasn't an object, what would we do in the business? And just all these ideas came flooding out. And I've read this book. The book is called Vivid Vision. It's really small. And that led us to create our Vivid Vision. And the Vivid Vision is, I mean, like everybody says, it just focuses on what you want to do, not how you want to do it. It's not an operating plan. It's your Vivid Vision. It's the vision. Where do you want to take it? Our current Vivid Vision comes to an end. October. And I was like, oh, well, let's just carry that forward into the new year, the new financial year, and then let's do it. Let's recreate the vision. Thinking about the feedback from some of the people on the day, from conversations that we're ongoing conversations that we have in our team, and then being at best practice, we just had so many ideas and I, it just feels so exciting so exciting and I feel really clear on the direction. So, you know, like coming out of your day-to-day practice being with your team being with other people listening to them soaking up the excitement and atmosphere listening to the challenges has helped shaped what we're going to be doing in the business for the next three years so it, it was well worth attending just the networking was absolutely great and it's just yeah it may it's I've been wanting to talk about the business of conferences for a while and every industry has it There are so many conferences and events and meetups and webinars and there's space for them all. You know, like we just get to choose. I'd imagine it's quite competitive in that space because there are lots of events, but the sponsors are pretty consistent. I'm making the assumption that the conference organisers really have to be able to sell how they're different from the other conferences because They need that sponsorship through the door. And I was just thinking, you know, like what makes a good conference? And someone said to me, people always remember like the temperature and how good the food was and how good the parking was. And that is true. There was one conference I went to. I left halfway through because it was freezing. 
And now I'm always like to the team, wear layers because you never know if it's going to be too hot or too cold. So those logistical things are actually really important. You know, like the location, how close it is to the train station, the parking, the accommodation, the timing of the event. You know, do you want to be up against a big competitor? You may, you might want to, or do you want to stagger it because of the sponsor's attending the conference and also your audience. I mentioned, you know, like the content comes from the community. So making sure that you have got, you know, best practice had it, other conferences absolutely have it, making sure that the, the content is pitched at the right level. Do you want it to be really high level and strategic or do you want it to be, you know, like more operational more frontline, do you need a balance of the two? And what sort of speakers do you want? I try to source speakers that are not, you know, like on the speaker circuit. I like non-speakers. I like everyday leaders because we we always hear from the people that are doing great things and that they love getting on a stage. It's nice to hear from people that may not always have that opportunity. So it is nice to have people that may not be you know, on the speaker circuit all of the time. And just, you know, like you want, you want diversity. And that's, that's really, really, really important to me. And you want new faces. I think the networking opportunities, I mean, that's a little bit down to the delegate. You need to go to the conference. So what makes a good conference is, you know, like it's a partnership between the conference organizer and the delegate. You want to go with an open mind, ready and willing to learn, ready and willing to mingle, you know, like going out in the evening and just, you know, like just getting involved, just going up and talking to people. You know, the sponsors want to speak to you. Absolutely. (laughs) They definitely want to speak to you, asking them questions and yeah, just be willing to, just to speak. And the lovely thing about best practice, and I'm sure other conferences have it, I think Expo has this, although I've only been to Expo once, but it's just a great opportunity to catch up with people. So you're walking, you know, you're trying to walk from A to B and you just see so many people. And if you don't know lots of people, people just want to speak to you. They really, really do. It's a really, for me, a lovely, lovely warm environment. So you want the networking opportunities. Some conference organisers, you know, like facilitate the networking opportunities. So they may, you know, like you may schedule like one-to-one meetings. Another way to network is by accepting invitations from organisations. So I went to the Hill Dickinson dinner. I went accidentally. So um, they didn't actually invite me. (laughs) But because of a client, I ended up gate crashing. But that was good. So, you know, like, don't be frightened to gate crash. You know, just put yourself out there. Be there. I would say, even though I come across as very outgoing, I've said multiple times on the podcast how insecure I am, how I live with imposter syndrome, all of that stuff. However, I can still network. You know, like I'm there to raise awareness of what we do at THC and I'm really proud of what we do. And I'm also there just to catch up with my friends. So even though you may not be a natural networker or find it quite, you know, it's energy sapping. I'm nervous and I get scared and I dread it. And then once I'm in it, I love it. If you're going to go to an event, I'd say to get the most from it, put your phone away. Everybody that you need is in the room 
and just try to make the most of that opportunity. So definitely the networking opportunities. Sometimes the conference organisers facilitate that for you, uh, but more often than not, you will need to facilitate that for yourself. And sometimes they have apps and you can arrange one-to-one meetings yourself. And another reflection on what makes a really good conference is, you know, like the communication on the lead up and after the conference. So you want to know how to get there, where you're going, who's going to be there, if there is an app and all of that jazz. And then careful communication after. And I know some organisations promote their next event afterwards, which obviously makes sense and sensible thing to do. But yeah, just making sure as a delegate you don't feel like bombarded, I think is really, really important. So I can't speak from the comm side post the event because it's just finished, but all of the things I've talked about, you know, like the logistics, you know, like the planning, an organisation, the networking, the content, you know, like being easy to work with, best practice just knocked it out of the park this year. It's been a really, really good collaboration. I would love to do it again next year. If we don't, it's just been a fantastic It will be a fantastic memory. It's been so good and it's really made me think about already I'm thinking about next year and what other conferences potentially we can go to and what's the strategy around them? Why do we want to go? What's the what's the investment in time? We do we don't go to that many conferences, but it's making me think, oh, I like this. It's nice getting the team involved. So, yeah, watch this space. So I've shared some of my reflections on what makes a good conference. I've also shared how this best practice partnership came about. So I pitched them and I laid it all out for them. So it was really easy for them to either say yes or no. I didn't do what so many people do to me. And I'm sorry, I'm not, well, I'm not going to apologize. It's really annoying when people say, well, can we book a meeting? I would love to work with you, but I don't really have any idea of how we want to work with you. I'll let you lead. I hate it when people do that. It's like, you're making me do all of the work. <laughs> like, I appreciate that you, maybe you don't want to come in too heavy handed, but have some sort of idea of why you're reaching out to me. So with best practice, you know, like we laid it out for them. We source the speakers for the roundtable discussion. What they did do is they did make some introductions for me to have podcast interviews. So it was it was a really good partnership. So the lesson there is people, if you've got an idea, you map it out, approach your partner, sell it with passion, vision, get them all excited. And then they, of course they're gonna say yes. And then the last bit was around our strategic plan, which I did in bed about 12 o'clock at night with Valentina in the other bed. And we led that discussion with, if we knew we couldn't fail, what would we do? So I pose that question to you. If you knew you couldn't fail when it comes to your business or when it comes to your work or it comes to a particular project, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do and take it from there? Be bold, be brave, be ambitious and just go for it. The worst that could happen would be that it just doesn't work and you will accumulate a load of lessons along the way. If you are a regular listener or you came to us via the Best Practice Partnership and you like it, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And if you've got any ideas for speakers or topics, we are all ears. Message sophie at thcprimarycare.co.uk 
and yeah we will we will try to give you what you want and i will see you in the next episode so much for joining us if you like what you hear i would absolutely love it if you left us an itunes rating and five star review i know many of you give us a shout out on social media which is lovely to see you guys listening to the podcast so please come and find us on twitter at thc primary care on instagram and on linkedin just look for tara humphrey and if you're not subscribed to our newsletter please do you get to hear more insights more confessions some tips and tools and a roundup of our activity over the week so click on join the newsletter in the show notes and i will see you in in the next episode.